Hi, welcome to the Lima Reads podcast. This is where you can hear from Lima Public Library staff about our all-time favorite authors and stories and what we're currently reading. You may also hear news about the library and our community. Hi again, it's Danny with the library's director, Gary, again. We got to talking about some more books and media that we really enjoy, and we both realized that we like the same movie, uh, Ready Player One, which is kind of a techie film. Maybe I won't call it a techie. It's more of a thriller, I would say, with a science fiction overlay. Angle. Yeah, yeah, angle. So basically, um, you're in a future Columbus, Ohio, which was an intriguing point, mm-hmm. and um, the escape, because you're kind of, the, the main character, Wade Watts, is in the slums, and his escape is this virtual reality that is progressed way beyond what we've got here in the library. <laughs> way beyond. Way beyond. So um, there's like this special suit you can buy where you can actually like touch other people and like feel um, your virtual reality in reality, kind of. And um, anyway, Wade gets caught up in some shenanigans and has to get himself out of it. And it's just a really interesting premise. Um, I would say, though, even if you're not a tech person, this this movie, which was a book, um, is just a really great thriller. The effects in it were fantastic. What do you think, Gary? Oh, definitely. I mean, it's St- Steven Spielberg. I was blown away. I mean, I, I did see it in the theater first, and I you know took one of my kids, but uh, I don't know how recently. Did you watch it recently? Um, it's been a couple of months back, yeah. So I watched it over the holidays. Um, my wife hadn't seen it, and I brought it home and uh, trying to do family movie night kind uh-huh. of thing. But it was still her and I, and, and then uh, somebody joined us. But, yeah, it's spectacular. And, and I don't remember... I mean, I'm sure it did well. Mm-hmm. I don't think it got the credit that it deserved. Me though. either. When I want, so anyway, when I took it home and watched it a second time, I, and I remember in the theater, I walked out, went, "Wow!" And I was just trying to take a kid to a movie, <laughs> trying to be the cool dad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I, but I remember, you know, midway in, going like, you know, this is actually really pretty good. And mm-hmm. then he got into it too. So when I was watching it, and there are so many. I mean, the whole movie is nothing but special effects and yes. visual effects. Yeah. So there's so much that you but can you, easily watch it a second time definitely, and, and, definitely. And, and look around. You know, one of the things that I really enjoyed about this movie was that even though it was so special effects heavy, there was still a really strong storyline. Right. There are some movies out there like, I want to say somebody's going to hate me for this but like avatar right. was very heavy special effects but the story left a lot to be right. desired and got, this one no they were both really strong right um i did not read the book did you I read the book no. you didn't no. say okay um of course it's references also my era we were just talking about the so the 80s um i love Back to the Future, so uh-huh, the scene with the De- DeLorean and the King Kong, mm-hmm. um, that's, that's I, maybe we should talk about this. So they, ex- well, there's that, you already mentioned it, this virtual reality universe called uh-huh. the Oasis, yeah. right? And so apparently life outside of the Oasis is <laughs> pretty bad, yeah. right? It's really, it's really bleak. Yeah. So apparently the entire world is 
I, I don't. I mean, maybe presumably, not, yeah, because everybody, you don't get any other view aside from right. it, Wade's like neighborhood. Right. I guess you would call right. it right. The stacks they yeah. called it, mm-hmm. and he he's lives with his aunt. Mm-hmm. I guess his parents aren't around. I don't know. Um, but anyway, let's just say the real world looks pretty bleak. So everybody seems to be playing this. Would you call it a game? Oasis. I, I mean, it's so. It's so lifelike, though. Is it a game? Because it yeah, seems I don't like know. like some people would just be so they just live in the oasis permanently. It's, yeah, I mean, but I think, their physical body is still out there, and right. they, I would assume they still have to meet some needs. But I, it seems like everything that they do, they work at the oasis. They, yeah. you know, meet up with friends in the oasis. They I guess I sort of took it that the stuff. real life was so bad <laughs> that everybody just. Mm-hmm. Spend as much time in this alternate universe as they could. Right, right. Um, there is... So I guess the a, a bit of the plot is Halliday, who created this oasis, is dead. Yeah. Or, he's... And, but he is, like gamers do, he has hidden an Easter egg inside this... So I wasn't Creation. really familiar with that term before this movie, an Easter oh, yeah. egg. So that was kind of like a, I had to turn to my husband and be like, what are they talking about? Yeah, that's a pretty old term, I yeah. think. Um, and I think they even do that in software, so not mm-hmm. just games. But yeah. like, I know back in the, like in Word, there used to be, if you somehow hit four key combinations, uh-huh. something might happen. Oh, interesting. Um, I don't know if they do that anymore, but um, <clears throat> but essentially, I guess back to that game. There's he's gone and he has left this Easter egg where anyone who gets the three keys mm-hmm. gets I, I, they somehow control over control the oasis yeah. and something like was it a half a trillion dollars? Yeah, it was or something, a crazy amount of money. Something like that, and so part of the. And, of course, nobody's really even gotten close to finding mm-hmm. one key, I think, in the beginning. But then there's also this other part of the plot where there's this, of course, the evil corporation mm-hmm. with vast amounts of resources also trying to solve it so that they can control right. the Oasis. And um, you know the main character's name? Wade. What is it? Wade. Wade. Okay. So Wade is the first one to get the first. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty... I think the first one is very spectacular. The whole race uh-huh. with the DeLorean, oh, yeah. like I said, and getting past the uh, King Kong character at the end, uh, at the uh-huh. end of the race, is, is pretty spectacular. Mm-hmm. The second one, do you remember it, what it was? Is that the one with the shining? Oh, yeah. Something, yeah. The girlfriend. Was, yes. So there, there's, of course, a love interest involved, um, a person that he has met, that Wade has met, in the Oasis that he thinks he's in love with, and she is also trying to find all of these Easter eggs, and her name is, um, well, she goes by the handle Artemis. And I found it really interesting that she actually tried to convince Wade that he was not in love with her and mm-hmm. shouldn't trust her because you don't know from somebody's avatar who they who are, are on the outside. Right. I thought that was really smart. Which is for a teenager. Which is relevant today, like right, right. like the whole you don't know who you're talking to online. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's and there's a tie-in to, and I apologize, 
please, people, go watch it for yourself. <laughs> I mean, don't go by our plot summary. Um, there's a tie-in with Halliday. Yeah, so and they, his part, he had a partner. They yeah. created it, and so they had this it. falling out between the two of them, and um, one of Wade's projects in order to find these Easter eggs is to become so familiar with uh, Halliday's archives. So he's mm-hmm. got his life video recorded, and um, Wade spends countless hours actually just studying his life and figuring out what Halliday's method message was which is ultimately how he finds and there's something with the wife right so Halliday was in love with the other with his partner's partner's wife wife. yes okay um and he was just Halliday was just so such a recluse um he was so dedicated to building the oasis and making it the best that it could be that he forwent real personal relationships and that's part of the story too is just you know, real people, they're sitting right yeah, next right. to you. Maybe you should interact with them just a little bit. <laughs> are you, are you, Danny, familiar with the Wayne's World universe? <laughs> I'm, like, I know it. If somebody okay. says Wayne's World, I'm, like, vaguely, but I never... The Halliday character you know. is very close to, I think it's Garth. Okay. Just in voice. Okay, so I get, I get and, that picture, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. a little something there. Yeah. Um, and then there's the third challenge, which um, I'm trying to think how that... That is the actual Easter egg inside. Yeah. It A really early 80s era, maybe, arcade game. Yes, yes. And so the evil corporation has all of these people in the Oasis trying to play on an old I think it's like a Pac-Man game isn't it? It's something similar to and, that. And um, every time that you make a wrong move you like you die. Right. <laughs> and so they've just got these lines of people ready to play the game and none of them make it. Wade and his band of friends are trying to blast their way in so that they can play it and win mm-hmm. the game in order to save the Oasis. Not for the money and stuff, but just because they love it so much and they're so enamored of Halliday and his work. And to keep it out of... The evil corporation's hands, of course. Take over. Um, I think a major clue is actually... I, I, I mean, I wouldn't know. I just assume it's real, is the very first Easter egg ever mm-hmm. created right. back in whatever. Yeah. Uh, what I would call the Atari days uh-huh. is what it sounded like uh-huh. to me. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's fantastic, right? I love this movie. I, I mean, I remember it ending, and I just sat there like, "Wow, that was that was awesome." The soundtrack to it was it's amazing. It's incredible. also a lot of eighties. Um, the now, had you ever seen The Shining? No. Oh, okay. But it was creepy because the recreation <laughs> of The Shining. It was, was funny and ama- creepy at the same time. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was pretty. It was. It was fantastic, from what I remember. The shine. Mm-hmm. And the only thing, though, I would say about the, uh, I guess this movie, 
Besides, we both agree it's fantastic, right? But I think when you first see it, you think it's like for kids too. I oh, think right. it actually. I think it speaks more to adults. I think it might be a little scary for kids. I mean, the whole maybe the the race and stuff that looks pretty yeah. pretty exciting. But mm-hmm. that whole shining part, the <laughs> woman, yeah. uh, the falling or skids falling, it's probably a little terrifying. Yeah. The twi- the blood gushing, which is from the movie, uh-huh. which was terrifying in the movie. Um, so yeah, I think that does hit a little spot. I don't know if you thought this too. It's such a great movie, and it is kind of a family movie. Depending Except, on how old your youngest yeah, family yeah, member you is. gotta probably be what would you say twelve or so older, maybe. Oh uh, yeah. But there's a, maybe ten. Um, but I thought this was odd too. And you know, I'm no stranger to bad language, Danny, (laughs) and I'm not offended. But for something that seemed like kind of a family movie, there's a little bit of bad language in it that seemed, I would just say, uncharacteristic, only because it was so little that I I remember thinking, so why bother? You know what, it's not a major, it's not all the way through it, it's like four or five times, yeah. including one F word, which, you know, I just thought was weirdly out of place. I don't know. I guess it depends on the personality of the person who was saying it, because I, too, am no stranger to foul language, right. but it's also not something that colors my vocabulary on a regular basis. It's reserved for very special occasions, mm-hmm. so maybe that had something to do with it. Yeah, mine's just general everyday <laughs> descriptive <laughs> language but um i just remember watching and going wow this is this is odd to me because it's so few and far between that i was like i don't know why they even they did it but it's still steven spielberg he never misses i'm sure somebody out there would say oh what about ai or whatever but mm-hmm. in general and this one I thought was a home run. I mean, I don't, I don't even... I know we just recently had the Golden Globes. I don't remember if it was nominated for anything. Or I don't watch those. That's yeah. usually a precursor to the Oscars. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I thought it was fantastic. Yes. And definitely. high energy through the whole thing. Yeah. Loud, if you... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. Definitely would recommend this to anybody who enjoys technology or the 80s but also i mean it's just like we've been saying it's an awesome movie so if if that's not something that you typically think you would go for give this one a try because it's going to pull you in and keep your attention throughout the whole film so there you have it our recommendation ready player one thanks for listening to lima reads Keep the conversation going by commenting on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Lima Public Library. 